Welcome to the Long Coat Mafia Podcast, where we not only treat all geeks like family, but we dare to ask strangers, what's your geek? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, aliens of all shapes, sizes, colors, ages, and those visiting from the shadow realm that wish to listen to our podcast. Hello everyone, welcome to a brand new episode of the internet's most hated mafia-themed geek podcast, Long Coat Mafia Podcast. It is I, the one, the only Reverend Godfather, a.k.a. the Martinsburg Madman, a.k.a. this show's frontman and main host. Welcome to the first Monday episode of the year, and uh, let me just say this before we get into everything. Uh, I... On my For You page over on TikTok, I was seeing a lot of Mandela effects come across my feed. And I, it got me to think, do I have any lost media episodes uh, from the Electric Eye days? Or did I have in my stockpile of Covert Cast episodes uh, pertaining to uh, the Mandela effect? And sadly, I don't. But then I remembered... Back in 2016, me and one of my best friends, Lloyd, uh, did a show about the Mandela Effect. And it, it, it's perfect for what we're doing now since the Mandela Effect is seemingly a kind of coming into its own once again. Because every so often it comes up on a lot of folks' feeds and this time is no different. And there's another reason why I'm sharing this feed, which I'll get into in a little bit. But uh, to summarize what the Mandela Effect is, it, it's uh, me and Lloyd go into it a little bit. And a lot of folks think it's um, misremembering something, misremembering history. Or it, because it, they might see a news report with another news report and they just get the memories mixed up. But it pertains to the effect of a lot of folks remember, thinking that they remember that the African, I think it's South African or an African diplomat, a high uh, politician by the name of Nelson Mandela, uh, many years ago in like the 90s, passing away, at, in which he, he didn't. Uh, but they there's confusion of what, who has the right memory, whether Nelson Mandela uh, passed away or didn't pass away. So a lot of these effects that people remember uh, may not be true or may be true. Like uh, uh, a lot of folks uh, remember seeing the Looney Tunes logo with the uh, Looney, um, or I should say Fruit Loops uh, at being spelt different, or the uh, Monopoly guy having a monocle, or, you know, or not having, uh, instead of now, not having a monocle, but here's the kicker, here's the kicker, it came out recently, like the end of, like December 2023, uh, a TikToker uh, came out saying, hey guys and gals, uh, I remember, you know, in her first part one, part one of her video saying, hey, I remember the Fruit of the Loom logo having a cornucopia as part of it. And because it became viral, Fruit of the Loom came out with a timeline or put out a timeline of all 
their logos. And she was saying, she might not have used the word, I'm going to use it. She said, that's bullshit. I, I think they're wrong. They're pulling the wool off my eyes. I think I strictly remember it having a cornucopia. And she said, wait a minute, I think I still have shirts from when I was really young. And they might have that cornucopia on it. So she went into her uh, her closets, her storage bins and all that. And she found a t-shirt, with a Fruit of Loom t-shirt with the cornucopia on it. So it's coming out that there's a good chance a lot of companies, whether it be Hasbro, Warner Brothers, uh, or whomever, could be lying in regards to the their logos, meaning they're just want to rewrite history, and that's where this tinfoil hat theory comes in. Uh, and a lot of the stuff, uh, though I believe in, I'd say the fact that companies want may want to disavow uh, certain logos or disavow aspects of things. Uh, let's look at. Aunt Jemima stuff uh, or Aunt Jemima foods like pancake mix and the syrup. Um, how long will it take? Let's say in 50 years, 60 years. Um, the folks that put out Aunt Jemima products are going to probably say, hey, we never had a African-American woman on our product ever. We never did. We never did. And Meaning that even though it was part of their history or part of their logo, it might be wiped from existence and no one's going to know, even in their own company uh, history. Or a case in point, uh, Disney on their digital front, regard uh, Disney Plus, and I'm not sure if it's on Voodoo or anything like that, but at least on Disney Plus, they went in and digitally edited some of their movies. The most common example is for Lilo and Stitch. Uh, Lilo goes and hides in a dryer, but in on the Disney Plus version, she hides in a cabinet, a curtained-off cabinet, because they fear Disney feared that kids will try to hide in a clothes dryer. So how long will it be? Because everything is going digital and the only people that will know it was a dryer are those who have the old VHS tapes, the old DVDs, the old Blu-rays. So in, if Disney decides to reissue Lilo and Stitch, it might not have Lilo hiding in a dryer. It's going to be her hiding in a cabinet a curtained off cabinet or a cabinet uh, that's or that's hidden off by a pizza box so it's going and the folks are like oh she was never in a dryer she was in a cabinet that had a pizza box as a cover so when that's the question people are now posing how many companies that we are misremembering or reissuing stuff like the whole Berenstein's Bear or Berenstein Bear stuff. How many people are just writing Berenstein and Berenstein stuff? This all could be the correlation. Now, the other reason why I'm sharing this episode 
with all of you is Lloyd himself. It's a good way to introduce Lloyd as a co-host because in a couple episodes we'll be sharing later this year, we'll be featuring Lloyd. I'm not going to say which ones, but you'll hear him. Uh, I'm going to introduce him again later this year when those episodes start dropping. So, that being said, let's get into the episode by saying simply this. Hey, George! Hit the button, please! We'll be right back with more of the Long Coat Mafia podcast. Hey, folks. Welcome to another episode of the Long Coat Mafia podcast. Grab your tinfoil hats, folks. Uh, you are in for a doozy. Uh, we'll be talking about the Mandela effect, and here in Essence Studio, I have with me the one, the only, Lloyd, a.k.a. Bob Hall. What's up? <laughs> so, uh, for those who don't know what the Mandela effect is, uh, it's pretty much uh, referencing or remembering something the way something else should not be. Or, uh, for example, it, the Mandela effect stands for that there are people out there that believe in the early to mid-90s after Nelson Mandela was, I think, released uh, from prison. or No, he died in prison. I don't have internet access to back myself up here. Um, that while in prison that Nelson Mandela passed away. He's dead. And there are other people, uh, or majority of the public, that believe that, um, like myself, in early to mid-90s, he was released from prison and eventually became president of South Africa. Uh, But it kind of stems further than that. Um, It stems into, from pop culture to conspiracy theories to um, physiology Uh, some of the pop culture references that are out there is that uh, instead of Fruit Loops being spelled F-R-U-I-T L-O-O-P-S it's the way most people now remember it or seem to remember it as F R. O O T L U P L O O P S. And a lot of people remember the traditional spelling, the F R U I T spelling. And when they go to research the older boxes, they see all the way boxes from when the product first started as the F R O O T spelling. Um, there are, not to mention, uh, people have said that. They've noticed a change with Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood that um, instead of It's a Wonderful Day in the Neighborhood, it's it's been changed to It's a Wonderful Day in This Neighborhood. And it, also in uh, movies such as Field of Dreams, instead of uh, If You Build It, They Will Come, it is now If You Build It, He Will Come. And a lot of people are saying, why is it change, has been changed to if you build it, he will come when they kind of reference to the aspect of they, uh, the players, the public, 
throughout the whole movie instead of just the person's father. Uh, also, it goes to uh, things like instead of Luke, I am your father, to no, consult your feelings, I am your father. Uh, that's in Star Wars, um, the second Star Wars mo- uh, movie, Empire Strikes Back. Uh, also in more notable movies, um, that in Forrest Gump, instead of it being, uh, life is like a box of chocolates, life, it's been changed, life was like a box of chocolates, you never know what you're going to get, uh, some of and in reference to the conspiracy theories, um, some people have noted, I, I myself have uh, remembered seeing the initial uh, footage of the assassination as Kennedy's car being a four-seater, a.k.a. two bench seats. Um, now it seems to be a six-seater car or something with three bench seats in it. And the footage of the assassination I've seen online, instead of it, the car being at a distance, it's more of a uh, closer shot of the whole assassination. And it looks more like when he was bent down, somebody looks more like a suicide-type ordeal than anything else. Um, it's it's kind of interesting, but the, where, in reference to... What I was researching today for this episode to speak with uh, Lloyd, one of some of the other minors that was like a person's uh, name spe- uh, spelling, like Barbara Streisand's, it's not B A R B A R A, it's B A R B R A that they're noticing. But um, the one that kind of hurt my brain, literally hurt my brain was the person saying that... Now, this is where it it gets kind of convoluted that he said that he, because he suffers chronic bone pain and spinal pain, that he has noticed that there has been changes to his skeletal structure, that his complete skeleton has changed. You want to hype in on this, you're more okay. than welcome. All right. Just for reference purposes, you Go ahead. you didn't have internet access. Right. I went to Wikipedia, and uh, <clears throat> the Mandela effect is a situation, according to Wikipedia, yeah. uh, a situation where a number of people have memories that are different from available evidence. The term was coined by paranormal enthusiast Fiona Broom, who says she and other people remember Nelson Mandela dying in the 1980s rather than 2013. It goes on to more than that. I'm not going to read the whole thing. I just wanted to throw that out yeah. since we didn't... Okay. The, just that hurts my brain that... The, the definition in and of itself says, I have a memory that contradicts available evidence. Okay. I guess going to your skeletal person, 
the avail available evidence is that the skeleton is the skeleton. An injury can change your skeletal appearance, but it doesn't change the skeleton. The th uh, what he proved is, was trying to say that he was able to ease his pain, that he was able to kind of, um, it hurt when he breathed, and he was, through uh, instructions from his uh, physical therapist, showed him how to kind of massage his chest muscles, and then feeling his ribs, instead of going kind of horizontal, they went in more of a upward arc, instead of the horizontal arc, and that he remembers his uh, x-rays of not showing the a floating rib in his back that that rib was more connected to his, the other ribs and he was wondering what was going on and he this is where it might hurt some other people's brains more a lot of people have um, in the videos that I've tried to research to find, get some sort of logical explanation out of this besides the it just being what I mean is in debunking like the um, the names and the aspect of um, pop culture, where DVDs and um, movies and names can instantly be changed and updated, it's easy to debunk. You know, hey, we're going to put out a movie that, let's say, filled with dreams. Instead of it being, uh, build it and we will come, or they will come, build it, he will come. But a lot of these um, theorists are saying, no, I've had this DVD since DVDs came out. It, it changed, uh, meaning that I remember it as if you build it, they will come. I remember seeing it on this DVD that I've had for years and hearing that. Now it's changed to if you build it, he will come. Um, but the aspect of it is the aspect of we've heard it in pop culture so long that or a misinterpreted line for so long that or the aspect of the saying if you repeat a lie long enough, you would tend to believe that. So that's a possible explanation that we've heard. Luke, I am your father for so long or cited in pop culture so long that it could be misinterpreted somehow. Not to mention there's been a half dozen uh, redones by George Lucas that it could have <laughs> changed over the years right. too. Um, and as far as remembering things, and, and I'm going to go to your Field of Dreams reference, <clears throat> and my my argument to that person is says no it says if you build it he will come that reference was made in the movie but that's not what the movie was based on the, ba the basis of the movie was if you build it they will come but if you at the end of towards the end of the movie before the line of people came to see the field it really was if you build it he will come because it was all about him getting to reconnect with his father who had passed away when he was a young boy um, 
but it, that that is not a misremembering thing as, as I have determined the Mandela effect to be. Um, these are people that are saying they can see the evidence, you can show it to them, yet they're going to turn around and say, no, that's not how it, it happened. Let's go to the JFK reference. I mean, there's plenty of video footage. And, and these aren't, with the Mandela effect that's blowing my mind, these aren't people saying no. It was let's, a conspiracy theorist would say, right. uh, no, the, the footage was altered. So that's not what the Mandela effect is. That's a person looking at the evidence available and saying, no, that's, it was a six-seater, not a four-seater. Actually, it's the opposite. It's showing a six-seater now where a lot of people are saying, no, wait, it's a four-seater. Okay, I stand corrected on that. My analysis was backwards. Mm -hmm. But you understand where I, I went with that. That's like saying, you're watching a football game and you see the quarterback throw a pass to number 88 and the guy sitting next to you said no it was 86 and they showed the instant replay and it was 88 no it was 86 no you're watching it right now it's 80 no I remember he threw it to 86 and they don't the way the, the prime example in the Wikipedia reference the woman does not give you any reason as to why she remembers him dying in the 1980s as opposed to 2013. She just remembers it that way. That's what blows my mind. Where this goes, I want to say the ranges of, I want to say full tilt bozo in reference to it because a lot of it is full tilt bozo when you start okay, I want to if this is a real thing, let's take UFOs for a second. If UFOs are a real thing, what is the possible explanation for a UFO? And if it is aliens, you know, what technology, how they, everything proposes, you're not expecting something full tilt bozo. And trying to get that type of logic, meaning is this UFO gov- um, government top secret aircraft like the B-50 I think it's not was it the B-52 the stealth bomber like the big either way it was the stealth bomber you're correct um that people didn't know what the aircraft was so by technical terms it was a UFO an unidentified flying object and it turned out to be a new stealth bomber and therefore it had a lot that's what I was trying to look for with this some sort of logical statement explanation that I can wrap your brain bra- my brain around uh, one theory that I kept that kept popping up was that yes there are two dimensions and that here's where it gets a little bit full tilt that angels are using quantum computers <laughs> and moving our consciousnesses from one dimension to the other and back again, but 
something went wrong and we're stuck in this new reality and this new world with the people that were in this new dimension that people were born here. Meaning, in reference to like the, the Fruit Loops that the people from the other dimension remember as F-R-U-I-T where everybody else in this dimension remembers it as F-R-O-O-T. And that's where this Mandela effect is kind of taking effect. The second theory is that that seems less crazy, if you want to use that that term, is that it's all the product of CERN, that there were secret experiments in CERN that managed to break through our the dimensional plane and merge two dimensions together somehow. <laughs> there is a third one. Wow. <laughs> but it involves that the fact that it involves CERN and that fact that it's the Mandela effect. <laughs> and the fact that it is that um, CERN opened up a the reason why we're experiencing this Mandela effect is that CERN opened up a gateway to hell. And that's why we're experiencing what we're experiencing. With some of the um, like Black Lives Matter and all that. So he, uh, my buddy and co-host Big Candy said, why isn't there a type of duality? But every time I go into the CERN theory aspect of this, I get the aspect of they're opening up a gateway to hell and instead of it merging dimensions. Okay. Now, on these theories that you've heard, these are just people, just general uh, people coming up with these particular theories. Yeah, the and in essence, what the people I call the tinfoil hat society, mm-hmm. because there is little to no creep. There's no real hard evidence in regards to any of this. Um, the the psychological and this is coming from Wikipedia once again. It's called confabulation. Is what they're calling the Mandela effect. The the psychiatric term Uh, it's memory disturbance defined as the production of fabricated, distorted or misinterpreted memories about oneself or the world without the conscious intention to deceive in other words, what they're saying is these people really believe this now, this is is the discussion we're having now is these people really believe this, and there's there's no reason to believe it. So, in, in in essence, what they're doing is they remember something, and instead of saying there may be a a, a chemical imbalance in my brain, that CERN. <laughs> opened up 
a gateway. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And it. Uh, pardon my pause. I was yeah. trying to phrase the question. <laughs> and there's been times that, in reference to some of the other minor differences, like uh, the how Ford, the Ford logo and the Volkswagen logo looked prior, and it's with today's age in regards to the. Uh, uh, internet things have ch- a lot of people just don't notice, and there it's the aspect of how'd you put it in reference to, um, like I want it's not in reference to crime, but the aspect of uh, the brain trying to fill in something that's not fully there. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um. It's. It's why uh, eyewitnesses in a criminal investigation are so unreliable. Um, and I feel this is not research whatsoever. I'm not going to pull. My, yeah, that's. I'm not going to pull my. We're phone, just talking about. Yeah, this. I know. That's I'm a, not going to pull my phone back out like I did just so we could have reference on yeah. the Mandela effect. Um, and, and I have had close friends who were law enforcement, as I know you yeah. also have and have and had in the past. Um, if if a crime happens in front of, we'll say three, just to shorten the explanation, three people, a person comes out of a building and shoots another person, and three people see the entire thing. You ask all three people what they saw, and what the police are going to come up with are a black, white, Hispanic man, woman, shot, stabbed, garroted, mm-hmm. axed, <laughs> a man, woman, on the street and rode away in a bicycle car, motorcycle. Um, my theory on as to why you get three completely different stories for the same event is that your brain can't handle something it wasn't expected to see. Expecting to see. I, I misspoke. It, expecting to see. I was walking to the store to get a gallon of milk. And then I was going to go home and eat some Fruit Loops. Spelled F-R-O-O-T, by the way. Um, <laughs> and... I witnessed a crime. My brain couldn't handle what I saw, so it filled in the gaps of what I didn't want to see when the the police asked me the questions. Uh, Just because I said I saw a woman ax a man in the back and ride off on a motor-powered bicycle doesn't mean that I didn't see a white man shoot a black man in the head and run off on foot. It's like some of the stories are in regards to like big. You hear about Bigfoot or something like that. You had all. The, the, you, by the way, the hide and seek champion of the world. <laughs> right. Um, that you you hear these. Um, I don't want to say mountain folk, but these these hikers or you know 
weekend warrior, so to speak. Oh, I was there in the woods. It was starting to get dark. Okay, there's the first hint right there. And I, all I heard was this uh, uh, loud, you know, roaring and you know, crunching in the woods. It had to be a Bigfoot. Yet all it was was either a stinking raccoon or a possum. And... Um, and even I had that happen to myself, you know, thinking that it was a deer, and here it comes out of the woods, a stinking little possum. Mm-hmm. You know, it's oh. it's something, maybe something similar to that. Uh, or, let's say, and, and I'm going to bring up uh, an experience, well, not exper- experience any of us had, but something we saw on social media uh, where a woman complained about a certain theater. Yeah. That she was headed to the restroom. And a an employee of that theater asked to see her ticket, and I'm going to refer her. And it, of course, it's not verbatim; it's just paraphrasing a, a comment you made to that post. Was did it really happen that way? Because she felt she was offended that a person would accuse her of trying to sneak into a movie that she didn't pay for. And and you brought up in your comment that did it did it really happen exactly the way you said it? And you weren't disputing that she was asked to show proof that she was supposed to be there. A.K.A. what some might call the fisherman syndrome that it happened. You caught a fish, it, but I doubt it was as big as a f- the fish as you stated. Exactly. Um, I actually and. You know, from personal experience, I, I, I used to play basketball a lot when I was growing up. I actually, in a in an organized game where statistics were uh, kept, uh, played in a game with a, a person who is still a, a friend of mine that will tell you he scored 27 points. He scored 17 points. I don't know if he was counting some of the the shots that almost went in, but if you added up what everybody actually scored in a in an official time period, no, in an an official so scorer's game. notebook, oh. official stats for the game, he scored seventeen points. So there you go. Maybe instead of the Mandela effect, we should call it the Fisherman effect, and our brains could wrap around it a little easier. But uh, I think the Mandela effect takes it a step further with these people are remembering from from the reference on Wikipedia she's remembering in a and historical fact completely different than history has recorded it I mean who did she think became president of South Africa I, I wish they I could yeah talk that- to her and with regards to like the Empire Strikes Back, when Vader says, uh, because the reason why I'm bringing it up because there has been 15 different versions, mostly mostly put out by George Lucas, and he probably changed half a dozen of those, some way somehow of those movies. So there could have been various different audio releases of Vader saying, you know. Either Luke, I am your father, or no, search your feelings, I am your father. And what everybody tends to go to is, 
wait a minute, the whole aspect of Vader going, no, search your feelings, I am your father, um, they say that's wrong, I remember Luke, I am your father, and here is uh, old interviews of James Earl Jones stating that when he read the script and him saying on in those videos saying, when I read Luke, I am your father, I was immediately shocked and stunted because I was not expecting to read that in the script. And that is, in essence, their proof. But that's why I was trying to, de- trying to debunk most of this, that when you have something like Star Wars that has been recut, re-edited, re-put together, you might, with movies and recuts and re-edits, it's kind of hard to and, pinpoint. And a character that you cannot see his face. Right. It, James Earl Jones was strictly the voice. And in three movies, they could have, George Lucas could have decided to uh, splice and cut. And and like you said, re-edit uh, and re-release uh, different cuts. And you don't, and he he had the ultimate luxury with the character of Darth Vader that you could not see his lips moving because of the mask. Right. And there are some, like with the Mr. Rogers song, you know, It's a Wonderful Day in the Neighborhood. Again, with the whole aspect of YouTube and people now being the video, ed- the di- budding video editors and audio editors that they are, uh, I've had this conversation with a buddy of mine online. His name is Dobbs. He said uh, he pretty much agrees with me at this aspect because we all now have video cameras in our pocket, have easy access to free audio dubbing, video editing, and so forth and so. Hey. We use it for our show, Audacity, which is free audio software. It's pretty much free baseline studio recording software. And when you have free baseline video editing that you could pretty much rearrange, redub, yeah, you're going to get the classic line changed from It's a Wonderful Day in the Neighborhood to A Wonderful Day in This Neighborhood. And with YouTube taking down copyrighted content and new content uploaded, you're going to have, is this the real, like what you were saying, Is it could be the mismemory and people just chalking it up to the Mandela effect. That, no way, I've heard this, you know, he, he's singing it wrong or he's saying it wrong. It's kind of hard. If you not understand what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, well, and I've... I think this. Uh, I think it's been documented in a uh, a case. I'd have to, and and once again, just for your listeners, it, this is a trying to remember something that may right. or, may or may not. Have We're been. trying to make logic out of illogic, so to speak. Um, so I'm going to use this as a as an example, as opposed to something I remember actually happening happening. Once again, I'm going back. I'm going to a police investigation, um, a case where uh, a daycare 
was shut down for uh, molesting its children, the children that attended the daycare. And after many years of uh, trials and, and interviews and everything, they found out that the children were not, in fact, molested. What had happened, apparently, was the psychiatrist asked them a question over and over and over and over and over and over and over again, but not asking, did Johnny touch your uh, private parts? They were saying, Johnny touched your private parts, right? In, in other words, they were planting... Information. Information, which then became a memory, which therefore, I think, I, I do believe, and, and once I said the, the daycare case, I don't know. I do know it happened. <laughs> I, I have no reference to, to quote and it's for people to look up. I do know it happened. I think that's where the term mis, misremembering or placed memories is what they called them at the time. I think misremembering is a, a, a more uh, a more recent term as opposed to a placed memory. Um, and, and they have found in many cases where people are saying, adults are saying they were molested as a child by a person. They're finding a lot of times that, that it's a placed memory or a misremembering because they want to fit in. Or the fact that that it, I know we're kind of getting off topic, it, but it kind of fits is that uh, the whole aspect of uh, I make it no secret that I came from a, um, a very restrictive household. Um, it if I went to a psycholo- uh, psychologist, it there is no aspect of that psychologist saying you were abused you you were hit as as a a child you know you were physically abused you were this abused and that abused and there have been probably documented cases of that happening having that one person being so gullible that they could have been oh you were physically abused oh there there might be a chance you were sexually abused i was then under because they're now open to that idea of being uh if they were a restricted ho- household that they were physically abused and they're open to that under maybe if they're also prone to hypnosis having that false memory come to light that oh yeah i was physically abused or i was going to it wouldn't be uh that far of a stretch for that person to go from physically abused to sexually abused or and so forth and so and, on. And I would like to, to just throw in there, since we are using a uh, trying to have psych- psychologist mm-hmm. or psychiatrist or, any, or just a therapist, I would like to throw out there that uh, I, I have no problems with right. the profession and I do not believe, although because it's human nature, I do... There probably are those out there that would do this on purpose in order to get notoriety for or, their, in their profession. I do believe that most of of, yeah. of the profession are, and although they may do it, 
it would be completely by accident. Yeah. So. That, that, and I'm sure that there are a few therapists out there that they might have that one client that they could say, wait a minute, I can milk this client for years. Yes, yes and I, I am. I, and we, we all know that in any profession there are right. people. But I just wanted to throw a disclaimer just for myself. Right. That, that although I personally have never been to a therapist and probably never would because I don't think I need it, although a lot of people do think I do, <laughs> um, that, that the vast majority, and I'm talking high, 90 percentile are good people, and although they may do this, it it seems to me like it would be completely by accident. That, I don't need a therapist. That's why I have Lloyd. I tell him what's going on. He tells me I'm a fucking dumbass and get over it, and I feel much better. <laughs> And he tells me, have a beer. You're being a fucking dumbass and slashing on the back of the head. And if all therapists and psychiatrists took that route, we wouldn't have misremembering, right? (laughs) I think part of it might be drugs, but it's hard to uh, gain weight when you have a dragon guarding the fridge. (laughs) But um, it could have, you might have a few people that actually, I know, I won't say my mom suffered from it, but because she didn't get out as much as like what you and I would normally do. She, and I'd noticed like a Dairy Queen being put in at an old, um, like an old uh, drive through place and it becomes a Dairy Queen yeah. because she doesn't realize, she doesn't, she remembers it as this double drive-in type deal, restaurant, sandwich shop. Right. And all of a sudden she finally goes out and her being legally blind as it was, she doesn't see that good. And all of a sudden we drive by it. When did we get a Dairy Queen? Oh, Mom, that's been around for at least a year. Why, why haven't you noticed? And that could be also part of the, this Mende- people talking it up to a Mandela effect that they're not noticing a brand change or a building change. And even though they might go there year in, year out, where a minor detail like a paint job or a brand change, uh, and they just don't. It doesn't register until they actually stop and smell the roses, so to speak. Okay, yeah, and now here, okay, now let's get back to the Mandela effect. We we've, we've been in the rabbit hole, um, but with the uh, the Wikipedia reference, and this is what is hurting our brains as far as the Mandela effect. Okay, now we've we've discussed changes in. Uh, uh, Star Wars movies. Uh, yeah. Uh, the Mister Rogers song. Okay. Now, the the one thing, and I, without doing the research, maybe if she has changed her mind on the Mandela thing, is okay. Where would somebody? Remember, at this point in time, Nelson Mandela dying in the 1980s. I don't. I don't personally remember. Now, granted, we didn't have. You were you were an 80s child. I know you're. You're not that much younger than me, but you are younger yeah. than me. I consider myself an 80s child, even though I was bar- born in 75, because... Well, you were you know, six. Six, yeah. You know, I, I was 13, so... Uh, I remember... 
I remember America becoming enraged at the whole apartheid thing. I remember that. I didn't even know what apartheid meant, but I remember everybody talking about it. Uh, at some point, you would think that there was a some news release that Nelson Mandela had died. And I could see back then where it could be done that the South African, African government could have done that, killed him. But... You still would have found out some way, somehow. Eventually, he was released and became president. I remember in the 90s, him being... I remember that being on the news, you know, uh, having a a small little antenna TV in the kitchen, so to speak, and picking up the news, you know, and them saying, hey, Nelson Mandela has been released from prison. That was in the, like, early 90s. So, and it, it doesn't just... We're talking about the baseline aspects of things because, um, as we both know, there are regional aspects of things, and um, where meaning, I'm going to because it's part of the um, Mandela effect. Uh, some people uh, currently Chick Fil A, spelled C H I C K, fillet. Uh, some people remember it being spelled C H I K, and others remember it being spelled. C-H-I-C and my thought process is yeah I kind of remember it being spelt C-H-I-C but what if my mind went to kind of a logical place meaning what if it was some sort of uh, regional thing meaning maybe in the northeast it was spelt C-H-I-K and in the southeast south when I was living in Florida and was first introduced to Chick-fil-A, it being C-H-I-C, and just now recently it had a brand change to C-H-I-C-K. If you understand what I'm talking yeah, about. I, you know, no, or I, trying to make that logical brain wrap, wrap around. And, and well, it, well, brands do that. I mean, you go from Kmart to Big K, back to Kmart, um... I mean, it happens, and so people are going to remember the difference. The difference, and and like you said, it could have been a regional thing at the time. And I, I have, and not to mention, Chick Fil A is a chain uh, restaurant, meaning it, it's franchise, not chain, but it's franchised, and they could have offered a a different C H I K. Or a CHIC to the uh, franchisee, so that could have been something else too. How where people are remembering a difference, and where they recently said, you know what, we're going to standardize it across the or, region. Or it could have even been a, an encroachment, a franchise encroachment that a particular region decided to say, wow, this restaurant up north a little ways is doing really well specializing in a chicken sandwich so I'm going to do the same thing and because instead of C-H-I-C-K I'm going to take the C out kind of like um, uh, the movie 
Coming, coming to America. Coming to America. McDowell's. Yeah, McDowell's. Yeah, instead so of the Golden Arches. It's we have the Golden whatever it was. Whatever, and whatever, yeah, t- type of deal. and That's what people are remembering. And that could be, yes. So it, it it's, we're, again, we're trying to make some sort of I, logical. And, and I'll tell you, and I do this, you're from, you you spent a significant amount of your time in the South. Right. So the convenience stores with the K. The Circle Ks? You know what I called them for the longest time. What? When, and, I, and I still do occasionally. And I lived in, in Statesville, North Carolina, so I, I have been to a Circle K. For the long, and still occasionally we'll refer to them as the Square D. And Square D is an actual product. It's a. It's I, how I believe, the logo is. It's yeah, and I believe it's an electrical product. They're they're a big NASCAR sponsor, the Square D. It, it's an electrical uh, uh, supply chain, I believe. And I still and it. Maybe there is your misremembering. You're associating one thing with another. Yeah. And how and, long before we and, remember and sheets think, as shits? Yeah. Because. Well, when when I honestly when I lived in Statesville, for I lived there for like a year and a half. I didn't for the first six months. I didn't go to the Circle D. I went to the Seven Eleven. There was no Seven Eleven in Statesville. It was the the Circle K. But it's what you, what's in your mind sometimes. Right. I, I still don't get the whole Mandela thing. I, I wish I had. It, it's one of those easy, you know, I thought it was something this, oh, it's the, it's one of those rabbit hole type maybe, of ordeals. Maybe but, there was another uh, civil rights activist in a different country. That passed, and that's who they're remembering. Possible. It, well, it, I'm trying to come up with logical explanation. Yeah. To something that to me is extremely illogical. We all remember things that didn't happen. Right. Everybody does, or remember it a little differently than it happened. But this is something big. With. Yeah. You know, and even even with the the assassination. I mean, and you asked me yeah. when we, we discussed it earlier before I even knew we were going to do this show today. Uh, Whether was it, it was a four-seater four or a six-seater? Seater. I, I believe I answered, but I had no idea. I honestly had no idea. The, and the thing with that, I tried to dive into that a little bit. And, and you know me normally, I would say, how the fuck am I supposed to know? Right. And with that... I I touched on it a little bit when I started to get the aspect of I don't want to say being pushed back, but when I got into this is way going way down the rabbit hole into the tinfoil hat society I don't want to go into because it's way crazy. Not just crazy. Way way so crazy, you know, you stay over there. Get your meds, get your padded room, stay over there. This is fun to talk about where I'm at over here. And when they brought it up, and they, there was no mention of Lee Harvey Oswald, Grassy Knoll, anything like that. So 
what they were talking about was something completely different. The fact that it wasn't there was a second shooter, but it wasn't a guy on a glass, grassy knoll. It was either the driver or Jackie Onassis. Well, I've heard the actually a buddy of mine recently, and I mean when I say recently, within the last month, asked me about that. What he had heard three different, and he's a big uh, video guy on Facebook and the internet, YouTube. Yeah. Uh, he loves to watch the videos, and he does it. Okay, and I know you've had these podcasts. Uh, he loves the flat earth. Oh, dear videos. God. Oh, no. Ow. Now, listen, he loves them for entertainment oh. value. He doesn't believe buy into it. that. Uh, the the fact, but he loves to watch them, and he agrees with with me that I will sit down and have the flat Earth discussion. I know we're in the rabbit hole again. Yeah, uh, but it kind of ties into with, everything. With, so with anybody, it's been a while since I had you on the show. So with anybody that has a logical explanation as to what they're saying and listens to my side of it. Whether they agree or disagree, and at the end, if we can agree to disagree, I'll sit and talk yeah. with anybody about anything. Uh, but with this whole, uh, he brought up the Jackie Onassis, uh, I'm sorry, at the time, Jackie Kennedy, climbing out. And I brought, I brought up the fact that I had recently heard and saw a video where it did look like she was throwing something away hashtag as you guys do on social media I never hashtag anything uh, a handgun and then I on top of that in looking and seeing that I saw references in people stating and here we get back into the Mandela effect that they saw secret service personnel gathering that handgun um, I've seen the videos, and I can only tell you what I saw. It's not clear video because it was amateur, and it was just a dude wanting to see the president. I mean... Yeah, yeah. The, some of the videos that I, I'll say it like this. I remember seeing is kind of um, a video that's... It's of the motorcade of Kennedy going down the... St- street and it the car might be i want to say an eighth of a mile away not even it still looks kind of like a car and everybody knows this what in essence what happens he first slumps over his arms go to his neck and the next thing within maybe about two seconds three seconds later his head whips back as someone getting shot from the front and jackie kennedy climbs out of the car, so forth and so on, and there's mass chaos. The video that I saw when, in essence, researching this is, in essence, a closer video of what happened. It's one that I haven't seen, and it's from, like, he's closer to the street, and he's panning with the aspect of Kennedy being center in the shot, the frame of shot, and you see him slump over quickly and again the hands go to the throat like he's 
was shot in the throat. And next thing you see him as he goes down towards the seat, Jackie goes like to ask him what happens. And the next thing you see is from the head from the down position, like his head's in his lap, jerked back like someone shot straight up. And then she's escaping from the car and the whole chaos then therefore ensues. And, and I'm like, wait a minute, this is not a, a version of the video that I remember seeing in conspiracy class, <laughs> quote right. unquote. Um, and it's kind of, when you see something new, part of that tinfoil hat society in my brain is going off that maybe something's a part of this Mandela effect that you know, maybe if you if you could understand where I'm coming from from this. Yeah, yeah I understand where I, I understand completely. I'm just trying to come up with a kind of a response to no, it. No, not a re- yes, but I, I haven't. De- I was trying to decide whether I was going to play devil's advocate or run with you. Do both. Um because you could see where the aspect of someone who's, I don't want to say believe full-heartedly in the Mandela effect, but you could see where someone could say, wait a minute, I've been seeing, you could see the standard with all the shows that you see, like, oh, here's the uh, anniversary of Kennedy assassination, you see the classic films and so forth and so on, and all of a sudden, boom, on YouTube, you see this new footage. Right. And a correlation yeah, yeah. with the... And, and why, why are we... It, uh, and to be perfectly honest, I've not seen. I'm not a YouTuber. Right. I'm not. Um, I'm not a huge social media guy. Uh, I've not seen this. I probably will now because I've not seen it. Um, I'm not going to do either. Devil, devil's advocate, or run with it. Um, strictly because I want to go somewhere else with it. Because you want to look into it for yourself a little bit? I want to see it. Kind of neutral? And and I have a person that's close... Well, you know, she's probably never going to listen to this. I have One of my sisters is a uh, JFK dude, or guy. She loves JFK. Loves him. She's got bookshelves dedicated in her home to JFK. And she firmly believes that uh, Lyndon Johnson was responsible for John Kennedy's death because he wanted to be president. And maybe this ties into our Mandela effect a little bit. She is such a staunch believer that Lyndon Johnson had John F. Kennedy assassinated, yet she will never vote ever for a Republican. And, and the reason I tie this into the Mandela effect is maybe we can only wrap our minds around what we want to wrap it around. Or something, it's uh, an easy, uh, I don't, I don't want to say an easy excuse. Um, 
and no, the re- where I was going with it is, how can you believe that John F. Kennedy was the greatest president that this country has ever seen? And and that's just what she believes. That I'm not opening that up for discussion. Right. Whether I believe it or not is neither here, here or there. there. But she believes he's the greatest president ever. She, Like I said, she has bookcases in her house dedicated to him. And to think that his right-hand man, so to speak, we all know the vice president is not the president's right-hand man, but so to speak, was responsible for his death, and you can still be a member of that party. I believe that that ties into the Mandela effect, meaning that your brain can wrap around one thing and one thing only on certain subjects. Not, not right. You're not damaged in right. any way, shape, or form. Um, this this woman that the Mandela effect yeah. is uh, named because of her remembering is why it's called the Mandela right. effect. Doesn't mean that she misremembers everything. She misremembers that. And maybe that's because her brain can wrap around that and only that. All right. And the aspect of the it being um, the brand changes of like Fruit Loops and so forth and so on, Captain Crunch, uh, where again we live in a maybe it was your favorite cereal, right? And you only ate Fruit Loops for uh, this period of time, and at that time, that's what the box had. Exactly. And the thing is. Again, we live in, in right now, an internet age. Literally, an internet age. We have access on our phones, on our computers, on our TVs, our uh, video game consoles. We have access to the internet pretty much personified, um, even though that might be the wrong word. Yeah, it is. With companies, let's say, because I'm drinking a a Coca-Cola, you're drinking a uh, what? Milwaukee's best, no, uh, course, uh, natural ice, natty ice. We could see all these brands on put out by Coca Cola and um, Anheuser Busch. Anheuser Busch on their internet. This is the classic logo, uh, our new logo, classified. You know, uh, classified meaning it looks like the classic logo, with the new mixed with the old. And they're going to kind of release it and release it and release it. And there are people who love Coca-Cola and Natty Ice. They're going to literally take the ball, download it, repost it, download it, repost it. And are there going to be people that remember Fruit Loops, how it was initially uh, done? And yeah, is it... Could it have been that they were actually spelled F-R-U-I-T? Yes. Could it be? Yes. But, again, we live in an internet age, and they're going to go with the newer logo. You're going to have companies doing their thing. And it it's kind of, might be a kind of a mix somehow. It's kind of hard to explain. It's kind of hard. I don't want to say we're dismissing it, but it's easy to explain as it is not to explain if you can understand that. Yes, I, I, I'm sorry. My, 
We ha- um, our host, the Godfather, has just uh, been hatted, hatted with a uh, tinfoil hat by my uh, fiance. lovely fiance Michelle. Um, and I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought. We're trying to. He is so lovely with his new uh, attire, and uh, I'm sure he will post this on his uh, web page. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, honestly, when you, honestly, the Mandela effect, as much as it hurts our brain sometimes to hear what what people are saying, it's always been there. We What's just up, called, everyone? We just called it, we just called it something different back then. Um, I think, and, and honestly, in the in the theories and definitions on the uh, the Mandela effect, it says that the people that are sa- are uh, giving you their memories are not in any way trying to deceive you. If they actually remember it that way, now I'm going to ask you a question. I'm going to throw a scenario out. Um, and I'm going to ask you if this would be classified in your opinion, in your esteemed opinion as the godfather of this show. Mandela effect. At a uh, church that we go to that you volunteer, uh, you you make no uh, bones about the fact that you volunteer there. You post uh, pictures of yourself there. Uh, Emmanuel's house, uh, shameless plug for our esteemed church. Um, and it was probably two months ago tops. We were sitting there after we set up for the, our, uh, as you call mini mass, I call worship service, exactly the same thing, by the way. Um, was approached by a, a gentleman who I've known for about four years. Uh, and I hadn't seen him, wow, in probably two and a half years. And he had been very sick and still is uh, sick. Uh, but he came up and said hi because he hadn't seen me. Hey, Lloyd, how you doing? And I thought to myself, hey, wow, I remember last year when another person that we know um, I'm going to throw his name out there because it, and it's a nickname. Your... It's a nickname. Yeah. Nobody. Uh, Bumpy. Yeah, Bumpy. <laughs> I remember when Bumpy went to your funeral. Because Bumpy told me. I, I, at the time, I was homeless and living on the street and hung out in an establishment that uh, with Bumpy on a nightly basis. And he said that day he had went to to George's funeral. And I I don't, and you know Bumpy. Yeah, for the listeners at home, Bumpy had, uh, I don't want to say had, or because he could be still, as far as I know, he's still alive, wandering around someplace, uh, has this uh, uncanny effect of uh, exaggerating a little bit. Um, Um, I I believe we're going with the Mandela effect here mm -hmm. as to what we used to call it. A pathological liar, <laughs> um, and and the reason I, I throw this in there 
is I honestly and most of the time, and I've said this, I believe I've said it to you in the past, Bumpy never actually lied to me. He just told you his version of what was going on? Because a lie is an intentional deception, in my opinion. I don't know what Webster's classifies a lie as. And I know there are people that will tell me that a lie is a lie is a lie. But in my opinion, if you did not intentionally deceive me, it isn't a lie. And then people are going to jump out. Maybe you'll get a comment from one of your listeners or probably your... uh, my co-host, your esteemed co-host, <laughs> that I'm talking out my ass, which right now you can smell that it. it's not coming out of my ass. Um, Bumpy, he he remembers going to that funeral. He remembers George dying. He he does. And I have not seen Bumpy in. I haven't seen him in like a really years. long time, and. Because I know Bumpy so well, and he is a friend, I would never call him on the table. And if he saw George, he would not remember telling people that he went to George's funeral. So is that what the Mandela effect is? Just remembering the way, things the way that you need to remember them? I just talked out of my ass, by the way. <laughs> At least there's no fans coming my way. Um, but before I hear it from... Do, do, a question yeah, it, posed it, to you. Is, it, a, is, a path, is a Which term is a pathological liar? Or, or are they suffering from the Mandela effect? I don't think so. Because someone who's considered a pathological liar... Uh, I'm has, not talking about a chronic liar. Somebody will lie to you and know they're lying. Uh, kind of like the uh, what's called the Baron Munchausen effect or uh, Baron Munchausen syndrome, which is the chronological liar who will lie just for the sake of a lie, knowing yeah. that's a lie. Um, I think it depends on the person. The person, if you would like Bumpy, for incident instance, if he honestly said that I remember going to George's funeral and he would swear up and down saying I went to his funeral then yeah it might be considered the Mandela effect because he remembers going to that service with a casket and George being in that casket Um, if it was just him saying coming up to you and just saying for the sake of lying Oh, I went to George's funeral. That's completely different. Or you seeing George the day before and him saying, yeah, I saw George yesterday too. It was at his funeral. In that case, you then calling out Bumpy. Again, we have no issues with Bumpy. Uh, Him calling him out. It's like, wait a minute, I just saw George yesterday here at Emmanuel's house. I poked him. I prodded him. I, I made fun of him. He was standing, living, breathing, and had a pulse in front of me. How could you attend his funeral? Where in that case, he Bumpy could have been mistaken and went to somebody else's funeral and saw somebody roughly with the same facial characteristics as George, 
but it's kind of hard to say without actually asking questions. And and then also let's let's delve into this from a and I am high school educated, and that is it. <laughs> um, from a medical standpoint. Um, With the Mandela effect, we're not talking about Bumpy, who may have chemical imbalances other than what we know of, uh, and which causes him to hallucinate. I don't know. With the Mandela effect, do you think that it might be a... What, a chemical? A chemical imbalance? Um, because every... the I. What I was reading to you that I pulled up on the internet, um, Wikipedia, which I got through Google, by the way, and they recommended going to Wikipedia for the best reference. Um, They didn't talk to psychologists. They talked to psychiatrists. The thing is, could... And And psychiatrists are medical doctors as opposed to a psychologist who does not have a medical degree. They didn't... Most psychologists, almost no psychologist went to medical school. I want to say that with if this was maybe... I want to say at least 20 years ago, maybe a little bit more, where people didn't have as much access... To the internet as we do now, I might have to agree with you because now it's kind of hard to say. Again, having access to the internet and the internet, the information in essence being at our finger, information at our fingertips, uh, and that information being so easily manipulated in some way, form, or fashion. It's kind of hard to say whether or not it's actually a chemical imbalance or someone not really noticing a change until... Or is it just... Or single-mindedness, maybe? A little bit of single-mindedness. We're going to... I'll do it like this. But as I was saying, is that we have that aspect of... Since everything is easily manipulated and changed... It could be a little bit of uh, someone asking themselves, is this actually a thing because of the confusion of something else being changed? If you could understand. understand Yes, uh, now. Like like how my mom would get, I won't say get confused, but because she didn't really notice something, uh, a building being changed or being rebuilt or remodeled that when she finally did take notice that she was easily like, when did that show up? It, because that's on, now on the internet and we have a- access to that. And it's it, that little bit of... I put, I put less thought into always remembering say a building that is now a McDonald's. I put less thought into somebody 
uh, thinking it's always been a McDonald's when in fact it's been McDonald's it's, for like three, year, three it, years no and I'm, we'll say we'll go even further than that um, say 15 years ago it, it, it was a fast food restaurant so to speak but a local like a checkers or, or but something a, no, like that more like a more like a uh, a, a Frank's barbecue and then Frank went out of business or retired, and then McDonald's yeah. took the building over. And then somebody who re- actually went to Frank's Barbecue a time or two all remembers it 15 years later as always being a McDonald's. I put less thought into that. That's just uh, familiarity as far as I'm concerned. Uh, to kind of... I want to go... With this, what they're talking about with this Mandela effect is, I mean, because if you if you really read in, they'll go into the minute details, minute things like I, I just explained, and, and even with your mom, you know, remembering it as like Frank's barbecue, barbecue drive-through, you know, yeah, yeah, and or remember always remembering it as McDonald's. Maybe because she doesn't get out often. Or like you said, your mom was legally blind. Whatever that reason is. As opposed to remembering a major historical figure. Yeah. Dying 30 years before he actually died. But uh, even though we kind of touched on it kind of ever so briefly... um, the aspect of all this being... I, I know we, we spent the better part of an an hour debunking this or trying to explain it in a logical, reasonable way um, to kind of th- throw that out the window not too far. Um, the aspect of all this, let's say, is legit. Let's be devil's advocate a little bit and say this is a legit thing. That shit has changed. And it's not due to angels playing around with quantum computers and fucking up. And that it has a little bit more of a sciencey explanation like CERN. And for those who do not know what CERN is, that's the central... Hydron Collider in on the France-Spain border, I think it is, and it's the largest collider in the world at several, like three, four miles in diameter, breaking open and merging us with a another quote unquote. I see in your face, like, oh my god. <laughs> As a man of partial sight, you want to laugh at this shit. Um, and you know I have a scientific mind. Yeah, yeah. Keep continue. I'm sorry. Uh, the aspect of CERN doing some sort of top secret. Uh, what's, your, what's your co-host name? Big Candy. This is not his idea. This is me edging Big, you on. Big Candy. Yeah. Enjoy this. <laughs> This is me trying to edge you on over this. I remember my my talk 
I'm sorry, I'm going to let Chris continue here in a minute. Um, I ask uh, the Godfather, Mr. Chris Lomser, my best friend in the world, what you thought of the very first podcast I did. And his only response to me was, you didn't like it. And I, I believe... Without ever meeting you ever, uh, you, two, you two know, would get along. You I don't two even get know along. what you look like. I believe you were telling Chris you were not pleased with his hosting skills of drawing <laughs> shit out of me. He is drawing shit out of me now. So be proud, of Mr. Big Candy. Can't wait till we meet. Go ahead, Mr. Um, in reference to... I call him Donkey Ass <laughs> No, that's Mr. Donkey Ass to you, you monkey new... <laughs> Goose ahead. knuckle or whatever. Go ahead, um, finish, uh, Mr. CERN. <laughs> the fact that all this is from top secret experiments done by CERN and um, I'm going to... Re- <laughs> I'm going to leave out all the uh, possible religious implications that they may or may not be. I'm trying to keep this as scientific as possible here right now and leave it to the uh, tin hat, tinfoil hat society in reference to CERN is behind this 100% that they managed to <laughs> managed to. Uh, open up another gateway to uh, another dimension and merge us with another dimension. He took the, he took the bulldozer into <laughs> the rabbit hole. Yeah, made it bigger and pushed your sorry ass in it. <laughs> and a giggle here in the background. <laughs> Do you know what? So what what these people are saying? The giggling you hear and the laughter you yes. hear in the background is Lloyd's uh, fiance. So, so what the uh, tinfoil hat society? They're saying CERN, the super collider, right, has opened up another a hole to another universe or dimension, right. Probably depending on which way they turn their tinfoil hat, <laughs> whether it be a dimension or a universe, because I'm sure they'll argue there are difference. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to hear this. <laughs> My question, and because I don't. <laughs> I don't know that there are other dimensions or universes. I know you you believe in two dimensions. I know you do. And and I'm not disputing and I'm not saying I don't believe, I'm saying I don't know um, that I do or don't. Are these people saying that we are living simultaneously? That uh. What they're saying is that the way it is is that the CERN um, managed to find a universe 
to use again the Fruit Loops scenario yeah. that it okay. so closely mirrors ours okay, that now, the difference is like Fruit Loops being come, spelled is so I'm gonna, minute. I'm going going to retract what I said about not believing in another parallel universe. I I do. I always have. Um, not in the way these tin hat tinfoil hat society as we call them dumbasses dickwads douchebags whatever you want to call them believe in it they're no I'm going to tell you something that happened to me I was roughly I do have memories I believe and my mom had had confirmed them she uh is dead (laughs) but uh as early as three years old, I remember uh, talking to my mom as a, as an adult talking to my mom about things that happened. I didn't realize I was that young when I talked to her, but and she said, "Lloyd, there's no way you can remember that you were three. So anyway, we lived in a place. I can show you the house, Chris, on uh, Ray Street. It was an apartment that we lived in. I remember going without boring our viewer or listeners to the details of the house going to the bathroom and my mom at the time was single divorced single and uh, there was a man in the bathroom so it I she was dating she although she was single she did date occasionally the guy that lived above us I thought he was in the bathroom using the bathroom so I waited and then when he turned to me it wasn't him and just as I screamed he screamed stood up and turned the light on and as he turned the light on he disappeared the light in my bathroom did not come on I remember this vividly my mom woke up from my screaming to her, it was a dream. I was sleepwalking. I don't believe, honestly, I don't believe I was sleepwalking. I believe I went to the bathroom and that there was a slight tear in some kind of fabric fabric in space. It's... And I viewed some, and, and to say, obviously the universe paralleled ours, meaning somebody was there using the bathroom in the same space as mine yeah at that particular time because of the terror but it but there was nobody in my bathroom so i believe in the parallel universe but i don't believe it mirrors ours so closely that cern tore a fabric that somebody saw mandela dying because i don't think they're Honestly, I do. I do not believe there would be a Mandela. Granted, they're using the Mandela instant or this what we said earlier no, as an umbrella. Well, it's an umbrella term. Yeah, not, I'm and whether they used it or not, I'm using it. Right. Saying that I don't believe that it mirrors ours so closely that there's another Mandela that passed away. That was even that there was a Mandela. 
that South Africa was subject to apartheid. That is, even though that there is some scientists that believe in reference to alternate dimensions, that there is and, where when you, in essence, to kind of uh, describe the theory is that uh, when you get up in the morning, you decide to have either. I know I'm greatly simplifying here. Do I have eggs or do I have cereal today? If you choose the eggs, there's going to be that branch off of one universe you decided to have cereal. cereal. And it go that universe will direct, pretty much mirror that current dimension that you went you until you make another a friend a, a friend different. of mine, and we haven't spoken. That's I, granted. That's the simplest ex. And, you know, and the dim- reason and the reason I'm I'm bringing up this friend of mine, we haven't spoken in probably three years, but we've been friends since I was roughly twenty years old. A little bit before, you know, so almost 30 years. Brilliant, brilliant man. He's an electrical engineer, knows math. He, had he decided to go into the teaching field, he probably would have been a mathematician. Okay. He told me once that when physicists talk about all these alternate universes the reason that they've created those in their minds and that's what his words not mine is because they've come up with equations so vast that they cannot be solved without the existence of another universe thus the joke in uh, Big Bang Theory you had to uh, create three different universes in order to solve that equation Yes, and I didn't. Don't remember. Yeah, it's one. It's, it's just as much of a fan as I am of that. I, I just, you. I still have to watch the rest of the season. It's like I, within the, one of the first few episodes, I think. Um. Yeah. They. And, and I am not disputing that they're there, because they have to be. In my opinion, because if God is omnipotent then why would he have just created earth he is okay and if math is omnipotent as most physicists mathematicians engineers feel it is how could there only be one universe but I cannot believe that anything parallels that closely they're just it's just a separate universe on its own path and I don't think choosing cereal over eggs is going to will affect another person choosing eggs over cereal and to kind of also and, chime in on I'm not knocking your your tail the oh, person I'm not saying I'm right uh, uh, what some of the people in researching this that this is months you know what mom might have been right it might have just been a dream right uh, what some of the people have chalked up to this theory it again it's one of those things that oh this is an interesting theory let's lump this theory or this tale in with this theory yet it possibly has no correlation other than it's a stupid internet tale 
um, that one tale was that there was this traveler from this country between it's one of these maybe if you drove through it you would have missed it type countries it's maybe five miles kind of like Paul Paul West Virginia yeah uh, between France and Spain not CERN but it's one of these really super tiny countries that's in Europe he traveled according to his story he traveled to Japan had legal travel papers passport the whole nine yards to be in Japan on business when he said the reason why they stopped him is because that country he claimed he was from did not exist when he pointed out on a map claiming that he was from there it wasn't there and that's part of the whole aspect and when they held him overnight in a locked hotel room several floors straight up he was not there the next morning so they kind of chalked it up of this Mandela theft coming through and kind of writing itself and another instance that was a couple years ago this woman waking up again it could have been a medical imbalance type of ordeal or the onset onset of a medical imbalance mental imbalance that when she woke up went to work instead of working in let's say HR she went to HR went to sit down at her desk what she thought was her desk it wasn't her desk turns out she worked in IT now I'm just paraphrasing I'm just pretty much paraphrasing right. the story turns out she sat in Sally's desk instead of her desk yeah. and when she asked around how long I've been working in IT not HR they said you've been working in IT since you got to this company and she said no no I haven't uh, and when she checked into her personal life went back home because she was distressed and all this and that turns out she was married to what she who she claimed was her ex-boyfriend the person that she was dating since her ex-boyfriend no after uh, hiring a private investigator and so forth and so on turned out this person that she was quote unquote seeing after she this whole ordeal or in her previous life or dimension call what you wish did not exist and to this day she's wondering why is she in this dimension and why this dimension is a lie to her and again it's being chalked up to a severe case of the Mandela effect Then, uh, granted, there are more aspects to what's being claimed to the Mandela effect that we're not really covering. Uh, land masses changing and rearranging, but it's people pointing to a map. Again, uh, what I said earlier in reference to things on the internet being the possibility of wrong, meaning some people have claimed that Australia is a a couple hundred miles northeast, more in line with, if you put it, looked on a, on a map, it's more aligned with Brazil mm-hmm. than it should be. And instead of New Zealand being on the northern part of Australia, it's now on the southern part. 
Japan is now closer to South Korea. One part of the southern part of Japan is more closer to uh, South Korea. Again, these are maps. They're as much as they're taken seriously, they shouldn't be really taken seriously yeah. because um, my buddy Eric. A couple of months ago, sitting right out in front of my house, when he dropped me off from work, uh, asked me if I believed in doppelgangers. And I told him no. Um, and he told me this story when he was young. Eric's like right in between our the ages. two of eight, us yeah. age-wise. So when he was young, he was wherever they grew up, was coming up to the field and saw his brother coming towards him. He said, but he was walking kind of funny. And he called to his brother. I don't remember his brother's name. Um, And he didn't answer. And he just kept walking just away. And Eric says he went and asked his mom what was wrong with his brother. And he said, your brother's upstairs sleeping. He said, no, I just saw him outside. He said, no, he's upstairs taking a nap. And he went up and his brother was in the bed. And he said, if doppelgangers don't exist, how do you explain that? I write it off to it was a dream. And for those that... And you know me, if I'm right, I'll say I'm right. I'm just telling you what I believe. Right, and for those at home, a doppelganger is pretty much someone that looks exactly. I'm not talking about um, similar. Uh, similar. I'm not talking uh, an identical twin. Uh, it, a doppelganger is someone. Um, while you were born on, let's say, in Philadelphia, 1970. Your doppelganger was born in Seattle, Washington, same day, same time, equivalent same time, in Seattle. And they look exactly like you, but they have a different personality, and that's it. And sometimes... Or, Eric, he didn't, he believed it was a... uh, Spiritual projection sort of thing? Maybe. Or, yeah, because we go back and forth on the ghost thing. Uh, astral, astral projection? Yes. And I'm not exactly, I don't exactly remember how he explained. I, I write it off to it was a dream. He says there was something more to it. And... He gets quite irritated that I don't believe in ghosts. Which I... He said, how do you explain the video of the person dying in the image floating off into space? Reflection. Again, today's age, with the age of internet, it's kind of... Can easily be faked in After Effects. Right. So, it's... Even though it, like I've told people that in today's day and age, even though you could have, um, I think I we said this in Bible study, I might have said this in Bible study, that 
And we we study the Bible and Bible study by the way. But we at least I talk about the yeah. Bible study. Uh, it's just that we live in a day and age. Referring to last week, right? When the lady asked what we studied in Bible study. Right, but in today's age, we could have a legitimate video happen, whether it aliens, ghosts, clear one hundred percent proof of the Mandela effect, uh, Bigfoot. We immediately would chalk it up to it being fake after uh, some sort of special effects, Photoshop, digitally enhanced, insert skeptical proof, you know, excuse here, due to the fact that there ha- for every video that's out there, there's at least, I'm going to be an optimist skeptic in there 99.9999999 percent of them that are faked legitimately faked there is no way to positively prove that these are real but because there's so many fakes how can you tell what's exactly real so that's the whole ordeal with this right oh and I agree um and do we chalk it up to conspiracy theory? I don't want to chalk it up to conspiracy theory because uh, some of it from some of these people comes off as liter- legitimately uh, crazy talk, uh, 110% crazy talk. Um, that's why I posted a comment on my Facebook page going, ow, ow, my head, it hurts. Because when you have people talking that... It's because of uh, angels with uh, quantum computers or the government with quantum computers directing with CERN and angels and uh, uh, demons from hell messing with our, you know, reality and transferring us from one dimension to another dimension consciously to avoid the apocalypse in the other dimension because we actually behave. Uh, You know, I'd rather watch a flat earth video. You know, it's just, you know... And for me, who someone who has cut their cord and one of their only op- options for entertainment is YouTube, it's like I have to stay away from it. <laughs> Literally, I have to stay away from it. And it, it, it's kind of funny that that these people come up with these outlandish excuses, split, stories, split in universes, and throw angels into it. That's always been funny with me. It's like they'll start giving a logical explanation reference to something like CERN. And it would come off like totally you'd follow, you're kind of following the logic. Then all of a sudden it's angels and these demons. I mean, and it's because they're doing this odd Indian dances. If you, stick, if you stick with the CERN theory with a super collider, I'm going to go... 98% and it's probably a low percentage of people that don't know what a super collider is or what exactly it does well if you don't know what it is you're, you're not going to know what it, <laughs> it does so therefore in order to make you believe I'm going to say an angel did it or that it drew out a demon from hell which caused X, Y, and Z. And yes. I mean, that's... 
we, we talked with our good friend Cliff today in Bob, after Bible study about this about this <laughs> yes and how how can in, in Bible study just to reference this uh, we watched an interview with a uh, he did not give his credentials by the way to start with but I assume scientific guy <laughs> uh, that was going to what may be the nature of God and he and Cliff brought up that in this interview series that he watches uh, some of these science guys will give you scientific explanation for something and then say well I believe in God but at least those guys are giving if you look at this if you look at God this way then you have to believe he can do this but you also have to understand that he can do this not one of them said maybe one of his angels got on a quantum computer and fucked up <laughs> and that's one of the things I've noticed is because there are there's been many a times you've seen I mean that's dogma r- material right, right. there I'll, but what I'm trying to about to say is that granted every company might do a something goofy in-house video or something fun to increase the morale for the company the people that work there and the people of CERN did because they have um, searching for the God particle or the particle that was founded it all, whatever it is. Um, it is actually called the God particle, according to the people who work at CERN. Um, their mascot is, I think, Shiba, um, the god, the Indian god of destruction, or something mm-hmm. like that. And they, as a and they'll show up eventually and um, they they kind of do because they, they do it kind of mockingly a little bit they did some of the uh, classic Hindu dances honoring kind of quote unquote honoring Shiva and some of these people that are pointing there are literally point that's why we have these problems with CERN, concerning CERN and uh, these uh, dimensional rifts and uh portals to hell all over the country and uh, dimensions merging with dimensions it's because they're worshipping Shiva and these Hindu gods and I'm like really you, the, you're, you're, right now you're just stretching <laughs> I think that's part of what you're, you're like trying to get into is like really it's quantum com- computers uh, and people worshipping Hindu gods, which most of India does anyway. Right. <laughs> and how does that affect CERN? How? Oh, they, they have quantum computers and are... <laughs> and they called upon... what? No, no. Uh, my, brain, my brain hurts yeah. trying, to, <laughs> trying to repeat what some of these people... Don't... You know what? Just search up flat Earth and see all these people with proof that the Earth is round, claiming that it's fake. You know that's better <laughs> than some of these nutting yahoos. <laughs> uh, 
Once again, you got me, man. Yeah, what, in reference to Flat Earth? Yeah, in the whole... Because they use the God of Destruction... Or whatever it is. You fucked up because you used the wrong reference. Mm -hmm. It's like, what? Wait, what? (laughs) It's like, you had me for a moment, then you lost me with this. Yeah, I mean... And, you know, I'm going to use another good friend of ours at Bible Study, Sarah. And, And she is so... Sarah is so religious that it's I know this is hard for her to come to the conclusion that there are alternate universes she actually believes that now she finally has come to grips with that but yet she still says something started it now we're not we're not knocking somebody's belief here. No, but no, 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 it, no. It's just that she uh, is the kind of person that if um, by strange fluke an alien craft landed in front of her, the aliens actually came out of said craft and went how do like from the movie Paul, someone sup? you know <laughs> sup <laughs> and went sup how you doing? She would not believe that such a creature would exist due to her belief system. No, you're wrong. She she would believe that they exist, but because God said they exist. But she cannot go as far as to say it's because God turned his back and the archangel Gabriel jumped on a quantum computer mm-hmm. and hit control alt delete <laughs> and hence Paul is here there wasn't a terror in the universe and all of a sudden a couple of Pauls walked through the terror exactly what she's saying is it all exists because it does and with and with, you know what you don't have to put a tin foil hat on to go with that one it all exists because it does to and what really bothers me now that I think about it with the whole, the reference I pulled up to at the very beginning of this show. Yeah. Is why it's called the Mandela Effect. The lady, Fiona Bromer, I'd have to look it up again and I'm not going to, uh, is a paranormal investigator. investigator that remembers something that didn't happen. Well, it's because you're chasing shit that doesn't exist. And on that note, and with Barracuda playing in the background, um, 
my rec- I'm going to end this program at this point. Um, because Barracuda is playing in the background. When, t- when did Barracuda come out? Um, or, um, eight, without uh, looking it up, I'm going to say 87. Ah, uh, I can't use the reference then. I was going to say, for those people out there, watch Stranger Things on Netflix. It's a very good show. It takes place in 83, so it's about four you know years what? too Before late. Before you end the show, mm-hmm. what are you going to do? Google Barracuda. Google Barracuda. Um, but while he, Lloyd's doing that, I want to give out the standard. Uh, see you guys next time. Can I and don't f- go ahead. 1977. 1977. So therefore, do watch Stranger Things on Netflix, and now you may safely take off your tinfoil hats. Good night, folks. And now, the Long Coat Mafia Podcast. It's a Long Coat Mafia Podcast! You screaming up. Welcome back, everybody. I hope you enjoyed the simple conversation that turned into a deep dive that me and Lloyd had about the Mandela Effect. Now, let me just say this. If y'all's ears picked on something a little bit odd towards the end, that it seemed like it was missing something, you were right. Congratulations. Your brain wasn't making uh, playing tricks on you. Neither were your ears. It was just me taking out the pretty much the last little bit of information that I normally would give here, which I am going to about to give to you. That information is how to contact us and where to find us. Now, in regards to all that, uh, if you want to contact us or join in the conversation, you're more than welcome to do so by sending us an email at longcoatmafia@gmail.com or leaving a comment on our fa- one of our many Facebook posts. On our Facebook page. Our Facebook page is facebook.com slash the Long Coat Mafia Podcast. Or if you want, you can just leave us a message on Twitter and or Instagram. Or leave a comment on good our if you find us on good pods, leave us a comment or review on that particular episode. And don't forget to hit like us there as well. Hit that like button, rate us and review us on good pods or the episode. It allows you to do that, and we read it. We're able to read it there. Uh, we have to go into Apple Podcasts to see what if there's any new reviews there. Uh, but still, uh, the best way to hear all our past episodes, including our current ones, is on Podbean. That seems like the biggest platform right now. Uh, you can, If you like the episode on Podbean, hit that like button or that heart button. Uh, Leave us a comment. Leave us a review. We'll read it, and if we get enough, we'll read it on air. All our links are in the description down below, Um, especially the alternative uh, podcast platforms like Good Pods or uh, other places like Podbean as well, because I say that because on April the 2nd, uh, Google Podcasts is going the way of the dodo, so you have... Under, what, uh, three more months before it goes away. So if, if you listen to us via Google Podcasts, consider Good Pods or following us on uh, Podbean. That way, no, no, let me just say this. Follow us on Good Pods. That way you can listen to all your favorite podcasts that you are listening to on Google Podcasts on Good Pods. 
And that way you could also not only just rate and review each episode and leave us comments, you can listen to all your favorite podcasts as well. So if you listen to like Creepypastas or something political or maybe even, I don't know if Joe Rogan's on uh, on Good Pods, but uh, whatever your favorite, if it's a celebrity podcast or an indie podcast like us, Good Pods is the best way to go if you want to switch over from uh, Google Podcasts. So please do that. Do that now. Sign up. It's free. It's available on all platforms and that, as always, it means that it's available on uh, iTunes, um, Apple iOS devices and uh, Android devices. Completely free to sign up. Give us a listen. Sub to us on there. Um, all our links are down below in the description, including the ways to support us outside of liking, sharing, subscribing and everything else and before i end this episode let me just say this we do have all our files to edit and put up and they'll be put up this wednesday first thing wednesday so stay please stay tuned for that our main episode of the week uh so keep that in mind our main episode will drop on wednesday uh it's a kind of a year in review combat combination first episode of the year first main episode of the year so please stay tuned for that we're back on track so take care everyone as always i'm a gamer i'm wearing a bikini see you next time on the long coat mafia